0: This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Joe Tremante. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar at patreon.com slash run, stomp. Also, a quick correction. Last episode, I said John LeDuc's name wrong. Sorry about that, man. Thank you so much for the support. Also by Audible. Get two free books when you sign up at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. You know, everybody, I absolutely love how you guys keep giving me feedback. I love the reviews that keep rolling in on the show, both good reviews and bad reviews. Speaking of good reviews, we've got a review from Snowy Captain Rex. Uh, They said, this is amazing. I love listening to this. I'm so glad it's here. The host is amazing, and he really knows what he's talking about. Well, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I don't actually know that that's true, that I do know what I'm talking about, but... As long as you're enjoying the show, that's all that really matters to me. Uh, So if you haven't already reviewed the show, that's absolutely something that you can do to help. Head on over to iTunes and just give us a review. Give us that feedback and let me know what you think. I also got an email from Patrick. If you want to email just like Patrick did, uh, use the email address runjumpstomp at gmail.com. And uh, this one's a little long and my phone's ringing. So let me pause for just a second and answer. All right, I got distracted by a phone call, but I am back. Sorry about that. So uh, where I believe I left off, I told you guys how to get a hold of the show, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Patrick wrote an extensive email. If you want to read the whole thing, uh, you can check out the show notes, but I've distilled it down to the most important parts. Uh, He said, do I think that Nintendo will ever return to a solid state home console Or will future iterations have the same aesthetics of the Switch? Now, when I read what he says there, it makes me think that he means a traditional console like the PS4 or Xbox One or GameCube, where it's just a box that sits under the TV and it's not portable at all. Do I think they'll ever return to something like that? I don't know. I mean, I'm a poor predictor at what Nintendo will do. I always try and predict. I'm almost always wrong. Um, this goes back to where people think that I know what I'm talking about. Nobody knows what they're talking about when you're talking about Nintendo, except for Nintendo. Uh, so I don't know that they will. It's pretty tough because when you look at the current market, the current market has the PS4 and the Xbox one, and then Nintendo doesn't really compete with them. At least Nintendo tries to think that they don't compete with them, um, and Nintendo always tries to do something different from those consoles. Do I think that they'll end up making a box that goes under the TV? I don't think so. I think that Nintendo likes to carve out its own niche. So whatever the other two are doing, Nintendo's always going to be trying to do something different. Uh, that's m- my gut reaction. The second question that they asked is if the Switch is the successor or replacement to the 3DS in the handheld market. How will Nintendo be able to return to the home console market? And how do you think it would be received? Uh, I, I don't think that Nintendo is going to return to the quote-unquote home console market in a traditional console uh, sense of the word. I think that Nintendo is pretty happy by making a portable system and then selling a dock that goes with it. Uh, the dock lets you play it on the TV, but the portable system lets you take it where wherever you want and I do think that the Switch is the successor or replacement to the 3DS I know that they just brought out the 2DS XL uh, and it's really cool looking but I think that this is the last uh, gasp of air or the death rattle of the DS line not because it's not a good line but because having two consoles in the market is tough It's really tough, and it means that development teams have to be split, and right now, I know that Nintendo is supporting the DS line, but are they really supporting it uh, with their full weight? And I don't believe that they are. I think that they're just saying, look, we can put out some hardware so that people who still haven't picked up a DS, and I mean, there's, at this point, people who don't have a DS probably don't want one. I know that there's certainly going to be exceptions to the rule, but I think after selling 60 over 60 million uh 3DSs, the idea of I think the I think the market is saturated. And uh I think that Nintendo is going to perhaps uh keep that DS line around just until they can produce a Switch that is cheap enough to hit maybe That same price point, that $150 price point. Now, right now, that's a tall order. I mean, if they want to hit a $150 price point, they're going to have to make some serious cuts in the system. Uh, And I don't know that current technology will allow them to do that. However, as technology moves forward, maybe the manufacturing cost of a Nintendo Switch will get lower and lower, and once it gets to the point where you can put out a system at $150, then you've got uh, a good reason to cut off that DS line and move on to a only Switch, Uh, and that will also enable them to make a lot more of them. Although by the time that that would happen, uh, my guess is that they will have already uh, reached a good pace of production uh, in their uh, Switch uh, manufacturing. Well, thank you very much, Patrick, for the email. I very much appreciate it. Uh, Keep uh, emailing me, guys. It gives me stuff to talk about on slow news days, although today is not a slow news day. We've got a lot of stuff on the uh, show notes. So let's jump into the news. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? Unfortunately, due to a technical glitch, the Super Nintendo Classic Edition was mistakenly made available last Friday evening ahead of a re- official release date. We regrettably will have to cancel this item on your order. All right, guys. That is from Walmart. Walmart made a mistake. Um, they call it a technical glitch, but I think that's somebody pushing the wrong button. Somebody pushed the wrong button over at Walmart and the SNES Classic got put out for pre-order early. And basically, they're just saying, well, sorry. So sorry. They're not doing anything to make it right. It doesn't feel like. They're just giving people back their money and saying, oh, gosh, you know, my bad. And I think that that's lame. I think that they should at least give people like a, a $5 gift card at Walmart or something like that. Now, who's to blame here? Well, Walmart's definitely to blame here. But I think that Nintendo shares some blame here as well. Nintendo is too opaque when it comes to communicating when this thing is going to go on sale. And because of that, people are chomping at the bit. And if you look back at the NES Classic, and we have to talk about the NES Classic today too, we'll get there in a minute. Uh, but if we look back at the NES Classic and how hard that thing was to get, and Nintendo never communicated to us, hey, this is a limited edition thing. We're only going to make so many of these. We're only going to sell it for six months or so. And in that six months, it's going to be impossible to find all the time. And after that happened, after that happened and people... Uh, look back at that and they remember how hard it was to find an NES classic. And then the SNES classic gets announced for September 29th release date. And Nintendo says, hey, so far, we're going to sell this thing on September 29th. And I'm like, here's my money. Take it. And Nintendo's like, no, we'll wait. We'll wait until when? Well, we'll wait until we feel like telling you. And that's just stupid. Just tell us now. In fact, don't even announce the thing until you know exactly what you're going to do. And I'm sure that they actually do know exactly what they're going to do. I guarantee it. But why aren't they telling customers? Now, some people might say, well, if you do pre-orders, then it makes it easy for scalpers to get the systems. Okay, that's true. And if you do pre-orders, then um, that, no, forget about what I was just going to say there. Um, if you don't do pre-orders, people have to line up outside of a store in hopes of getting one. What I've said before, and I will say again, what Nintendo needs to do is open up their own online storefront. They need to link this storefront to your Nintendo ID, which is linked to a specific system. And they need to sell one to every customer that wants one, and only one, and they need to mail them straight to us. And if I don't get mine on launch day, that's totally fine. Just ship it to me when in, when you've built the damn thing. If, if Apple brings out a brand new phone, the iPhone 8, and I order it and they don't have enough, I'll just get it eventually. Like they just take my money and they'll be like, all right, it's going to arrive in six weeks or okay, it's going to arrive in three months, whatever, take my money and send it to me when it's ready. I don't mind waiting in line for that. I don't mind waiting in line for a guaranteed item. What I can't stand is standing out in the rain on September 29th with the hopes of getting one only to receive only disappointment in return. And that is what it feels like. Now, Walmart You screwed up and you need to fix it with the customers who pre-ordered with you. I'm not one of those customers, by the way. Right now, Nintendo is not allowing pre-orders in the U.S., which doesn't make any sense because in Europe, they did pre-orders. Amazon.co.uk did pre-orders like I think it was the first week after the SNES was announced. I got one of those or at least I hope I did. They're going to ship it to the US. It said does not ship to US, but I bought it anyway and it said that it would send it. So I'm not sure um, what's going on there. Nintendo just needs a little more transparency. All they have to do is do a Nintendo Direct and explain all of the questions. Just even, even... Let's go back to the days when we had Iwata asked. Iwata used to sit down with a developer and he would ask them a bunch of questions. Except this time... We'll have Koizumi ask and Koizumi can sit down there and uh, or or, um, Kimishima, that's who I meant to say. Uh, So Kimishima can sit down there and we can call it Kimishima Answers and we'll give him a bunch of questions and he can tell us the answers. Maybe he could just do a Reddit AMA about the Super Nintendo Classic. All we know is that we want more information and Nintendo doesn't seem like they want to give it to us. Mario swing your arms from side to side come on it's time to go do the Mario take one step and then again let's do the Mario all together now. In related news uh, the NES Classic showed up at ThinkGeek and sold out fast. The NES Classic this thing's been sold out forever and it just so happens that ThinkGeek which I don't know if you're aware or not actually is owned by GameStop Uh, But ThinkGeek was sitting on a pile of them. And we were talking about this in Discord. And Captain Logan said, It's frustrating to think that they have more and that those are ones that people could have potentially gotten. Instead, they spent hours hunting for them during the Christmas season for family or themselves only to turn up empty-handed. I know it's a little hyperbolic, but come on, ThinkGeek. I don't think it's hyperbolic at all. It's very disappointing. And I think that it shows that ThinkGeek doesn't really give a crap about their customers. They just care about, I don't know what the hell they care about, but I think it was really underhanded of them to do this. Uh, Brav replied with, uh, it's like, psych, you guys totally thought we were out. We got you so good. Come buy them, but packaged with stuff so they're expensive, as expensive as a scalper. Lol. I think Brav nailed it. It's like, it's like those guys who uh, do YouTube videos, and they're like, "Just a prank, bro." That's what ThinkGeek kind of did to us when they t- when they said that, that they were sold out. They're like, "Just a prank. We've got more." Oh, now they're sold out again. I think it's just lame, and it bothers me. And I don't know that I want to buy anything from ThinkGeek anymore. Screw you guys. In Kirby's Adventure, evil King Dedede stolen Dreamland's dreams. Now Kirby's fighting to get them back. Splatoon two has sold a lot of copies. Uh, This is as of yesterday. Splatoon 2 had sold through 670,955 physical copies in the first three days in Japan. This is according to Famitsu, which is a Japanese magazine. Um, This does not include eShop sales, okay? This is huge. This is outselling Breath of the Wild. And it looks like, Splatoon 2 is a system seller. Um, during this week, there are the period of um, the, that first three days of Splatoon being out. There were 102,000 Nintendo Switches sold in Japan. And the that brings the total in Japan to 1.2 million consoles. That is absolutely huge. And it looks like it looks like that uh, that the Oh my God, I can't think. My brain stopped working. It looks like the momentum is just going to keep on rolling. In fact, talking about momentum, let's look at overall sales numbers of the Nintendo Switch in the last four months. Nintendo has released some information and it looks like Nintendo has sold 4.7 million Switches in the last four months. Now, if we look back at their predictions, they predicted that by the end of the fiscal year, which is in March, they would have sold 10 million units. Well, they're already at almost five after only four months. And this is even taking into account the fact that switches are really, really hard to find. So the fact that they're hard to find, but still selling like crazy is really, really fantastic. Um, There was this uh, line in Japan where people were getting in line there were 2,000 people in line for a raffle ticket that would allow them to buy the console only if their number would be called. Uh, this is absolutely crazy. And Nintendo has changed its forecasts, and It's actually saying that now maybe they will sell 12.74 million units by the end of March uh, 2018. Now, this is really crazy because in the entire life of the uh, Wii U, the Wii U only sold 13.6 million consoles. And Nintendo is saying in one fiscal year that they might catch up with that. I mean, 12.74 million, 13.6 million. That's 1 million off. That's pretty good. I think that's really good. And its I think it's exciting for people who are fans of Nintendo and fans of the Switch because the more consoles that are out there, the more likely it is that the bigger third-party publishers are going to bring their games to the Switch. It's tough to leave those, the, all of those uh, potential customers behind. And when you have a large install base, then it's very easy to convince, uh, to have Nintendo convince these big third-party titles, hey, you want to bring the next... Um, the next uh, uh, video game to our... I don't know. I couldn't think of a video game. Now, you want to bring your next game to our system? Well, now it's a whole lot easier to to, to make that argument as to why they should. Now, why don't we see a lot of third-party support now? I think because a lot of companies were playing Wait and See. Well, they've waited. They've seen. Hopefully, they will start development. That doesn't mean that tomorrow we're going to see a bunch of games coming out because it takes time to make all these games. So, uh, Nintendo... You keep that train a rolling because uh, the Switch fans are really happy to hear big numbers like this. If only more people could buy them. Now, get Nintendo Power 12 times a year! Six great issues plus, six free strategy guides on a new game. That's twice the power for still 15 bucks! Wow, cool now. Well, speaking of Splatoon 2, we have a patch for Splatoon 2. We're up to 1.1.2. Uh, i'm gonna give you an overall of the patch notes right here. It says an occasionally occurring issue allowed of players to receive gear from the splat net gear shop with unintended combination of gear abilities and they fixed that. They fixed a couple other bugs as well um but they've also buffed and nerfed some weapons. The splat doolies had a slight buff uh in in the way that it changed the speed at which the special gauge will fill up. Uh, So before it would take 180, now it's down to 170. um, That's points. Uh, So these are all based on the amount of this special gauge that is uh, needed to fill it. So I'll tell you which ones are buffed and nerfed. Splat dualies are buffed. Uh, Hero Dually Replicas are buffed. Uh, N-Perry Splat Duallys also buffed. The Tenta Tech Splatter Shot was nerfed. The NZAP-85 was nerfed, the 96-gallon was nerfed, the Slosher was nerfed, the Hero Slosher Replica was nerfed, the Tri-Slosher was nerfed, and the Mini Splatling, Splatling, I don't know how to say it, the Gatling gun, basically, that was also nerfed. Uh, So if those were one of your different or or if if you used one of those guns and you're wondering Why does it feel a little different? Well, that's why it's either buffed or nerfed So it looks like nintendo is going to be going through and making balance passes and i'm very happy to hear that because online games it's very important to try as hard as you can to get balance now You're never going to achieve a true balance in an online game. There's just too many variables to worry about. And because of that, uh, look at this as, as an ongoing thing that's going to happen over at least the next two years because they said that they're going to be supporting the game for at least that long. There are more great games sold separately like Excite Bike, a programmable game, Kung Fu for high-flying action. The Nintendo Entertainment System comes complete with all you see here. Extra games sold separately. Your parent help you hook it up. All right, everybody, I'm going to lightning around the rest of these stories. First up, Rayman Legends is coming in September. There's a link in the show notes, and there's going to be links in the show notes for all of these. Uh, Minecraft 1080p update, I asked last uh, episode, do we think it was going to cost any frames in order to maintain that 1080p? And it looks like it didn't. There's a video from, I think it's Digital Foundry is linked in the show notes, and you can click that and watch it. They do really good analysis, like frame analysis. I have no idea how it works, but apparently it works. Um, the reason that they didn't launch with 1080p wasn't because they were having trouble optimizing it, I don't think. Microsoft kind of said that, uh, or why um, 4 I can't remember who makes Minecraft. I know it's Mojang, but the console version. Yeah, Four J Studios. Thank you in chat, Doctor Panda. Uh, so, um, Minecraft didn't uh, launch with 1080p mostly because they were having an issue where every time that they would switch resolutions, the resolution of the UI would get messed up. So they were having trouble fixing that by launch, and I'm glad that they've fixed it and now we're moving on. Uh, someone has built, they 3D printed and built a guardian. The video was posted in the Discord today, uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, and you've got to watch this video. It's in the show notes. It's very, very cool. Uh, So they 3D printed the Guardian, and then they put stuff inside it to cause it to notice when someone is in the room and look at them. Uh, It doesn't support itself on its legs, but it looks really cool, and I wish I had the kind of skills that people have to make stuff like this. Uh, but check out that video; it's really neat. Uh, Lumo, which is a game I'd never heard of, but looks fantastic. Like I looked it up after I saw that it was coming to the Switch. Um, it's like an isometric puzzler. It's like you're kind of like at a three quarters view of a of a room as you're moving around, and it looks like some kid gets zapped and pulled into a video game, and then he's got to figure out how to get back out. And it looks really cool, and it's coming to the Switch, and I think that I'm going to be buying this one. It looks very fun. Um, So there you go. That is the lightning round. Well, everybody, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you want me to talk about on the show, please let me know. You can email me runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can uh give me a phone call. My phone number is 260 run jump. That's two six zero seven eight six fifty eight sixty seven. You can um my brain stopped working. Oh yeah, you can jump in the Discord and talk to us there. We're constantly having conversations there. That's runjumpstomp.com slash discord. And of course, stop by the live stream sometime. That's twitch.tv slash run If you're looking for ways to support the show, you should buy my wife's awesome dock socks and uh, zippered pouches that she makes featuring Nintendo characters. You can find that at etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp. Uh, if you're looking for a free way to support the show, you can use the Amazon affiliate link or you can just review the show. And if you're, you've are you got too much money in your pockets and you're having trouble walking around, an easy way to get rid of that money is by joining the Patreon. Patreon.com slash run jump stomp. All those links and more can be found at runjumpstomp.com support. That's all for today, everybody. You guys have an awesome Thursday, and I'll see you next time. Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere they like to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel any Your books are yours to keep, even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible.